0: Love Talk Radio.
1: This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast with Michael Boldea.
0: All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldea. And uh, another week has come and gone. Still no mushroom cloud to be had, but, you know, we can be optimistic about next week.
1: Uh,
0: A lot of things to get to. Uh, I was thinking about how to divvy up today's program, and I think the best way to do it is to discuss the things that are presently and the things that will be. Because right now, there are a lot of things happening uh, globally. There are things that um, Joel Olstein doesn't talk about because, well, you know, intellectual capacity is a real thing. Uh, but we do need to discuss these things because you need to be aware. Uh, that's, that's the whole point of me doing this program is that you be ahead of the curve, that you understand what is happening. Uh, and that you can adjust and prepare for it. So uh, the first thing I want to discuss is, uh, well, the global economy, as it were. Uh, The global economy is in shambles. Uh, Everyone is beginning to admit it, even though the average individual knew of this all along. Um, The one piece of news that I ran across that is troubling is the fact that the money supply is officially contracting. This has only happened four previous times in the last 150 years. Just let that sink in. So the contraction of the money supply has only happened uh, four times over the last 150 years. And the last time, that the money supply contracted by the number it's contracted thus far in 2023 uh, uh, was at the bottom of the Great Depression in the 1930s. So when I warn you about being prepared uh, regarding something more than just a recession coming around the corner, I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm not exaggerating right now all the pieces are in place uh for a gigantic rug pull and not just in the u.s but internationally this is going to be a global thing money supply every single time just the and and these are demonstrable statistics as it were uh, I, I know people like to play with language they like to play with definitions But numbers are different things. I understand. We even redefine what a recession is. Remember a few months back, it was two consecutive quarters of negative GDP. That was the official definition of a recession. Not anymore. Even Wikipedia goes, eh, you know, it's not it because it makes the uh, Democrat Party look bad. Oh, by the way, they're trying to hold this tugboat together with scotch tape and prayer to Lucifer because they don't pray to God. Let's just be honest. Uh, the, the, The January 6th thing, the videos that are coming out that are contradicting the accepted narrative, and these people are losing their minds. It's not as though the American populace didn't know their politicians were lying to them. It's not as though they were cherry-picking certain things in order to make their position look good. But I don't think anybody thought them capable uh, of being so nefarious in doing it. And videos have come out. They've released the videos, and the things that they declared – The things that they said were the reasons that we needed to crack down on the American populace, you know, water cannon or rubber bullet anyone coming out of their home because they're threatening democracy. Everything they said, Uh, yeah, bologna sandwich, as the kids like to say. So that, I think, is still yet to unravel. And I warned you about this. It's been on and off for the last two years. It's no longer a left and right party. It's no longer Democrat and Republican because the individuals that are most vocal about condemning the release of these videos that basically uh, prove the narrative wrong are the heads of the Republican Party. Old no-chin Mitch McConnell. By the way, did you hear? He fell in a hotel room. He, he done hurted himself. Uh, apparently, either, look, a lot of these quote-unquote politicians uh, fall down and hurt themselves. What was it? The guy that uh, said Romney didn't pay his taxes or something. Harry Reid. Did you see a picture of what Harry Reid looked look like after his fall? I'm just waiting to see pictures of Mitch. If you think these were just slip and falls, people, you got another thing coming. Look, people make pacts with the devil. The devil gets his due. He wants his pound of flesh. It doesn't matter who you are. You can be Harry Reid or Mitch McConnell. They're still getting their pound of flesh. So I'm, I'm just uh, anxious to see a picture of Mitch McConnell's black eyes from his fall in the hotel room. Somebody was unhappy with Mitch. And Mitch, being high on his own supply, probably retorted something, you know who I am, you know who I am. And then he got the crud beat out of him because uh, who he is to the people that are controlling him and others in politics uh, don't care that Mitch is the minority leader. They're more powerful than that. They got to a guy in a prison cell in New York while cameras were on him and two guards were supposed to be sentinel-like in guarding him. And he suicided himself with finger marks around his throat. That's, that's how much he wanted to die. He choked himself out with his own hands. That's commitment, kids. Uh, what was it? Some other guy that was a Clinton hack uh, was found, hanged, uh, or, or choked on, at a tree or something. Uh, and, and it was ruled a suicide because, you know, everybody does it. They Understand the level of corruption that's going on in this nation. Pardon me while I sip from my delicious beverage. Yes, it's coffee. It's black. It's hot. I think I'm developing an ulcer from all the black coffee drinking. But you know what? Worth it. Uh, today, by the way, is March the 9th, the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, next week, I think we're going to play a recording because uh, is my birthday. And, uh, well, no. Next week, we're actually going to do it live. The week after that, I'm going to be gone. I'm taking the kids somewhere. Uh, Wisconsin's been so gloomy and dreary, I, I need to see the sunlight to get a modicum of hope to wake up in the morning. Uh, so next week, we're, we're going to be here unless, you know, mushroom clouds. Uh, but the week after is uh, going to be a recording. Uh, yours truly will uh, have turned 48, which, uh, yeah, believe it or not, that's a lot longer than I thought I'd make it. I mean, I, I outlived Kobe, so who am I to complain? I know, someone, what are you mentioning? Stop. It's, it's Who was it? it? It amazes me what triggers people nowadays. Somebody just absolutely lost their nutter because I mentioned, what was it? Uh, not, not stock trading, Forex. Look, apparently they misunderstood what I said. Because when you trade on margin on Forex, one penny either way, and you're done for. Now, what I will stand by is that it's easy. Compared to a roofer in Florida or someone digging ditches ditches in North Dakota or somebody laying tile or flooring or grouting, whatever manual labor you can think of, yes. Pushing a button on a computer and crossing your fingers, hoping that the wand goes up and the pound goes down so you can compound your money. Easy, comparatively speaking. Now, I get it. Would that we could all trade Forex full-time. But then where would you get your straw or berries? Where would you get your hamburger? I know, you're vegan, you don't eat hamburger. Where would you get your tofurkey? Huh? If everybody sat at home in their roofs and pressed buttons on a laptop, once in a while taking videos of themselves in a bathtub full of Cheerios, because, you know, it's good for the gram, If everyone did that, society would collapse. So yes, there are different stages of labor. We need manual laborers. We need people that go to work every morning, that put on a hard hat, that got blisters that have been there for so long. They're blisters on blisters on blisters. And I don't begrudge you Forex. God didn't say don't trade it. I've been known to snipe a few stocks here and there. Actually pretty good at it took too much of my time, and I thought, eh, you know, not worth all the tums I have to buy for the acid reflux when, when, when I'm betting that it goes high and it goes low, and by the time I, I, I can, you know, put in a sell order, I'm down percent or whatever. I know, I know, you got to have a trailing stop loss. Believe me, I know all these things. Stop. All right, you can trade forex till you're blue in the face. I don't think God is for or against it. It's a way of earning a living, but if you're telling me that everyone can do it and civilization will survive, uh, yeah, okay. So yes, roofing in Florida in the midsummer sun, more difficult, that's a job. Pushing a button on a laptop, not so much. Yes, you do your research. Look, I just gave you, a blueprint to becoming a billionaire you could be the, the the milder version of jorge soros with what's going on as far as money supply with what's going on as forecasting short the dollar into oblivion you'll make out like a bandit because uh every time children listen because I know everybody was hopeful last month. This roller coaster of, of hope and desperation that I think just just kills people's will to live. To be honest with you, because last month everyone was hopeful. You know, oh, the inflation's behind us. Somebody told you it's not. It's not, and they're trying their best right now. Powell said uh, we got to raise interest rates. The stock market. Uh, emptied its bowels and then he sort of pulled back on that but I'm thinking 50 basis points the next time the the Fed declares it's got to be you're still paying eight ten bucks for a dozen eggs but listen just allow me to sit from my coffee I'm gonna calm down about the forex see I some people are so easy I don't care you can But I'm allowed my opinion about it, just as you are, kitty cat. And you know what? I'm not the one tuning in. Just saying. Pardon me while I sip from my delicious beverage. Every single time. (sighs) Over the past 150 years, that... the money supply contracted it was followed by a depression with double digit unemployment rates and that's the thing you have to be aware of it's 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 not in a bubble it's not in a vacuum every time a happens b follows so anytime the money supply begins to contract Double-digit unemployment becomes a reality. And right now what you have is the perfect storm to destroy the economy of a nation. I don't care how powerful the nation is. This is the way it works, okay? When you have a contracting money supply and inflation to boot, that's like uh, somebody uh, having what, what they call a widow-maker heart attack very few survive because you're you're basically sucking money out of the system while everything is costing more there there's fewer dollars floating around to pay for the higher prices do you understand that at some point the whole system just collapses and you get what is known as a deflationary uh, crash. I know. How is this man so smart? It's the coffee. You know, I, 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 I don't want to sell you peanuts, but uh, I, I'm, I'm close to getting somebody to sponsor us that owns coffee. They, I'm kidding. I'm never going to have a sponsor. I'm not going to ask you to buy coffee. This tastes horrible. I think I got it on sale uh it, 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 it's some sort of sumatran nonsense but it's 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 not mild or medium this 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 is for for fully grown adult males uh i what are you a misogynist no but you know men, men can take a cup of black coffee in the morning without running to the doctor so allow me my sip i know we're all over the place but you're used to this this is organized chaos this, this is what what life has become on planet Earth, and sometimes not so organized. So uh, Now you're asking yourself, uh, do you have any examples of, of uh, this, this this imaginary inflation and this uh, imaginary contraction of the money supply and how it affected the US? Well, yeah. Uh, during World War One, same thing happened. During the Spanish flu, the same thing happened. If we're going to be honest, it should have happened during COVID lockdown, but we pumped so much money into the system that they kicked the can down the road for just a wee bit. So, if anyone uh believes is hopeful in or is expectant of a soft landing as uh they're saying now remember <laughs> remember when uh when 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 Jerome Powell was saying it's all transitory uh and when he was saying it's not a sticky inflation that was a year and a half ago by the way it's not sticky uh apparently it's not sticky it's it's that gorilla grew that is hardening It, it was sticky six months ago now it's solidifying now you need a power chisel to get yourself uh loose so uh the same people that told you that inflation was transitory and that it wasn't sticky, are now telling you that uh, the worst you can expect is a soft uh, recession, a soft landing. Uh, If you call crashing into the side of a mountain soft, then by all means, we've redefined every other word. Why not this one? So yes, soft landings all around. This is where we are. Now, we're going to turn to where we are spiritually and what's coming Because somebody warned you, you give the devil a finger, he'll take a hand. You give the devil a hand, he'll want the whole thing. devil's never happy. But nay, nay, nobody listened. You're like, huh, no, because people, you know, there will be a balance in the force. I mean, as long as we give a little, they'll give a little. Now, one of the things I've warned you about... Is that the goalpost will continue to change? Remember when? Uh, all right, I'm going to I'm trying not to get angry, but when I warn of something two, three years in advance, and I see it right before my very eyes, it it just stirs something in me, especially. When it comes to shepherds, quote-unquote, yes, I did the air fingers again. The pastors and preachers were, oh, well, you know, we should embrace the the homosexual community. We should embrace the LGBTQ, and then they'll feel uh, embraced, and then uh, that'll be that. A Minnesota hockey team opted out of wearing gay pride jerseys during warm-up. Guess what? They've been blasted as being just plain homophobic. So now if you don't celebrate and validate perversion, you're homophobic. Now I've been called homophobic for the last, I don't know, dozen years. Because I simply say, the Bible calls it a sin. It is a sinful practice. I can't whitewash it. I can't say, well, you know, God hates adultery, but this homosexual—he's got, you know, I mean, they they know how to color coordinate. That's a lot of points. No, sin is sin. For that, I've been called homophobic on and off for years. Now, if you're not putting on the pride jersey, if you're not wearing the pride flag, if you're not standing there keeping your kids' eyes open while men in crotchless underwear walk by and simulate sexual acts, you're homophobic. You see how far it's, it's, it's gone? You see how far it's shifted? You used to be homophobic for calling homosexuality sin. Now, if you don't celebrate it, you're homophobic. You don't have to wonder anymore how Sodom and Gomorrah became Sodom and Gomorrah. Do you understand this? You don't have to sit there and go, how could it come to the point that they just knock on somebody's door and say, 'Mm, bring them out? We're a step away from that. If you're not actively waving rainbow pom-poms, you're homophobic now. You know what? I don't do this, ever. But if you're looking for a hockey jersey that you can wear, go to the Minnesota Wild website and get you one. Hopefully they don't bend the knee like everyone else. Hopefully they don't try to justify it and explain it. We don't want it. It's hockey. It's guys with sticks beating each other bloody on the ice. Yes, I'm sure the homosexual demographic that enjoys hockey is huge, like 0.2% perhaps. But that doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't matter that hockey is a predominantly heterosexual sport. It doesn't matter that it is what they define as toxically masculine because it's men hitting each other. You need to bow the knee to the pervs. Wear the rainbow or you're homophobic. No. But that's a no is not good enough anymore. You're homophobic. If you don't celebrate and validate perversion now, you're homophobic. The Minnesota Wild admitted on Wednesday that it decided as a team not to wear their gay pride jerseys for its warm-up period during Tuesday's gay pride night game advanced publicity for the game noted that the team would be wearing gay pride themed uniforms. Hopefully there was a majority of people with level heads going this, is, this has gone too far. Honestly it, it has. This, this has gone too far it went too far a long time ago it, it, it went too far when perverts men in dresses were, were, were calling you transphobic for not letting them bounce your 8 year old boy on, on their lap All right, there there's every single week there's a story of a sexual deviant that identifies as either transphobic or homosexual that, that, that did things that make your stomach churn. It's a mental illness. It's demonic. It wipes away every identifier in your life until all you are is homosexual. Anyway, let's get back to the article. See, and it's not even the Forex guy that, 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 that made me angry. I kid, guy, I kid. I don't, never mind. It's just, life's too short. The Minnesota Wild Organization is proud. Indeed. To continue our support for the LGBTQIA plus community, but hosting our second annual Pride Night tonight, which we are celebrating in many ways. It is important to host nights like this to show... Stop. See, again, they've, they've already tried to walk it back. They decided not to wear... accoutrement celebrating homosexuality for that they are homophobic I know well you know why couldn't they just go along because I'm gonna read you another article give me a second I'm, I'm still drinking coffee I I don't know how many I went through today but uh, yeah this is happening in the juke I know, but that's across the pond. Do you think that if it started happening there, it's not going to leach its way here? Under the guise of love and tolerance? A UK street preacher was convicted of misgendering a man under counter-terrorism extreme views laws. So now, if you call a dude and address a dude... You have extreme law views as per the counterterrorism law. I know. Give them an inch. Can't we all just get along? Can we coexist? Yeah. Wait till they have the power. That's when the narrative shifts, and that's when you're going to have a lot of these 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 just mealy-mouthed preachers shrink back into the shrubs. That's where you're going to have a lot of these mealy-mouthed preachers going to early retirement. Because they went along with this nonsense until they had the upper hand. And then they will be brutal and merciless towards Christians. What do you mean by they? You know what I mean by they. Stop. You're supposed to love everybody. Are you, though? Look, just 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 because we've Joel Olsteen scripture until uh we come up with a version of the Bible that only includes the verses we like, there are passages in the book that says God hates the sinner every day. I'm just saying. So stop with this love, everything and everybody. No, sin is sin. You have to call it out. You love them, therefore you call out their sin. You don't tolerate it and validate it and celebrate it and, and, and make them believe that continually living in habitually sin is A-OK with Jesus because he's a cool guy. <sighs> David McConnell, a UK street preacher, was arrested and convicted under the nation's counterterrorism laws and the probation officer that he had been assigned to considered McConnell to be persistently and illegally taking an extreme point of view. Let that sink in. So the probation officer that had been assigned to this man concluded, and illegally taking an extreme point of view. Now, what was this extreme point of view? that a man in a dress is still a man. (gasps) Oh, the humanity. In 2021, McConnell was preaching to a crowd of people in Leeds when he was approached by a trans woman, a biological male dressed as a woman, who filmed him and asked him if he thought God accepted LGBTQ people, he responded that homosexuality was an abomination in the sight of God and that lesbianism was unnatural. Does the Bible say any different? I got a story for you. If you, if you want to, you know, heave a little, there's a Presbyterian pastor that in Texas of all places that reacted to a speech at CPAC by someone that's not overtly religious. His name is like Michael Knowles. He's just a goofy kid who, who talks. And this man went nuts because Michael Knowles had the temerity to say that transgenderism was wrong. This guy calls himself a pastor. And there's people sitting in the congregation lapping it up. So if somebody has the temerity to say that homosexuality is an abomination in the sight of God, which, biblically, it is, and that lesbianism is unnatural, which, biblically, it is, then you are persistently and illegally taking an extreme point of view. Ergo, as the learned like to say, having a biblical worldview, having a biblical definition of what sin is, is having a persistently illegal point of view. You're welcome. I know, I know you're thinking to yourself, but Mike, this is England. Yeah, it's England. How long before it comes here? Reports state that McConnell referred to the trans woman as this gentleman and a man in women's clothing. Was he lying? Huh? But it's illegal! Who was it? Uh, The Whoopi said it should be illegal to show videos of what happened on January sixth. Shut up and believe the narrative. You see you see, only the things that put them in a bad light should be illegal. Taking prepubescent children and, and, and shooting them off with hormone blockers or with testosterone or with estrogen. And and, and, and taking them to to a so-called surgeon, basically a modern version of Mengele. And getting bits and pieces chopped off and sewn on and inserted and whatever else. That's, that's not illegal. That shouldn't be illegal. But dare you to come against the narrative, dare you to call a lie a lie, To call a man a man, well, you're persistently and illegally taking an extreme point of view. Reports state that McConnell referred to the trans woman as this gentleman. And he was. I know, I know, but you can be anything you say you are. That's why you have guys in dresses saying they're going to have a baby. I'm looking Forward to carrying a child these people are nuts they're delusional they're mental patients and here we are trying to make allowances for their lunacy Pete Buttigieg was breastfeeding a baby with, with a plastic bosom because you know what man I feel like a woman This is the insanity going on all around us. Rather than cave to the pseudo-reality of the leftists who demand that the world celebrate complete insanity. Indeed, good article. McConnell, or his legal representative, Andrea Williams of the Christian Legal Center, said to reporters, What state are we in as a society if the police fail to protect a street preacher who's assaulted, assaulted, and whose property is stolen simply because he has no biological reality? This case represents a disturbing trend in our society with members of the public and professionals being prosecuted and reported as potential terrorists for refusing to celebrate and endorse LGBTQ ideology. Terrorists. Terrorists. The guys that kill women and children, that's what they equate you with. But yes, we should reach across the aisle with the arms of tolerance and love. They think you're a terrorist, you fool. And you sit behind a pulpit Andy Stanley, oh, we need to embrace with love. Well, they're sitting there going, Andy's a terrorist. Even Andy's a terrorist. Because, I mean, I know he just uses it as a prop, but I think sometimes he touches the Bible. Therefore, Andy Stanley's a terrorist too. Speaking on behalf of the Crown Prosecution Service, Elizabeth Wright said that people have a right to have and express their opinion, but when words cross the line, how did these words cross the line? It was a dude in a dress. Dude, dude in a dress. He was a gentleman. By all accounts. Otherwise, show me your ovaries. You're a dude. Speaking on behalf of the Crown Prosecution Service, Elizabeth Wright said that people have a right to have and express their opinion. But when words cross the line between a legitimate expression of religious beliefs and become disturbing and threatening, how, 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 how was the pervert threatened? Hmm? When his feelings got hurt because he was called a man? Of course. This begs the question, what is considered disturbing and threatening? Ding, 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 went the trolley. Clearly, this man was only preaching what the word of God said, and that alone is considered threatening to the most powerful prosecution agency in the UK. If you don't think that this is coming to the United States soon, kids, just... Hang on. Hang on to your pearls, Edith. So this is where we are. This is is what the future holds. By the way, yesterday, in case you missed it, in in case you are a man unmarried, uh, yesterday was International Women's Day. I know. No, I didn't get my wife anything. Wait, why, why, why should you get prizes for being a woman? That's all, it's just, you're a woman. It's not like you discovered the cure to cancer. But I did offer her to go to dinner, and she said the girls get to pick. So, uh, But that notwithstanding, Yesterday, in honor of International Women's Day, and, and, and you have to, this is, the, this is the circus, and they are the clowns, and you are the consumer. You sit there, and you watch this, and you scratch your head and go, how long, Lord, how long? Yesterday, Joe Biden and Anthony Blinken gave an Argentinian man a Woman of Courage Award. I'll let you catch your breath. Give me a second. Let me sip. The president's wife and Anthony Blinken himself (sighs) honored a biological male with an International Woman of Courage Award on Wednesday as part of the White House's Women's History Month celebration. All, All you women By the way, I'm I'm sure there's like one still listening because apparently every Beth Moore fan is burning effigies of me. And uh, the fact that I pointed out certain realities as far as, uh, you know, traditionalism uh, rubbed a few the wrong way because anything you can do, I can do better. Apparently not. Apparently a biological woman cannot win the International Woman of Courage Award. A dude in a dress won the International Woman of Courage Award. You're telling me women can do everything equally well to men? Yet a woman couldn't win the award for courageous women. But back to what 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 started this train of thought. (laughs) Every single sector where a man pretending to be a woman decides to compete, especially in sports, a woman is at a disadvantage. Women, especially, if you have daughters and you see this happening, be very concerned because average and mediocre men have latched onto the idea that they can be competitive athletes if only they competed as women. And so both of my daughters do swim. I would react very poorly. And that, my friends, is an understatement. If a biological male competed against one of my daughters, especially if something like, I don't know, a a free ride to college was included in the number 1 place Huh? You got to start thinking these things through. Cuz you're you're doing the exact same thing that the fag hags did back in the early 90s. Oh, I got my own color coordinator until they warmed their way into their lives and somehow convinced their husbands that they were a better fit. And now you're sitting there with your sixth poodle because the other five probably killed themselves from all the rubbing, wondering where your life went wrong. Look, this is a narrative that is being pushed. And the underlying reason for this is the destruction of the family unit. It's the destruction of, of God's definition of what a man is, what a woman is, and what a family is. And any pastor, supposed pastor from Texas or otherwise, that starts poo-pooing the idea that sin is sin and that family is sacrosanct, can give me a call, we can meet. We'll talk like men used to do. Unbelievable, but we're expecting, we're expecting revival. I got called a wet blanket because I, I had questions regarding supposed revival breaking out through America. Well, that kind of fizzled. I'm sad it did. I'm sad it wasn't authentic. But but you cannot have a nation steeped in sin experience revival without first experiencing repentance. if the pews aren't full of broken people weeping before God in sackcloth and ash, those broken people being the Christians that were attending those churches for eons, you can't expect revival to break out to the godless. But rather than than, than be brokenhearted at what we're seeing, rather than than humble ourselves in sackcloth and ash, we've just redefined sin. And we demonize anyone that, that that tries to inject a little gospel into our churchianity. <sighs> I, what do you want me to say? This is the world we live in. Now, I don't know if this is the one we talked about, but yet another one bites the dust. Uh mega church pastor resigns over allegations that he concealed son's sexual misconduct. But yeah, the church is healthy. Church is great. We 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 should have a transgender quartet come in and do worship service, huh? Eastview Christian Church in Bloomington, Illinois. I know it's not Illinois, but I like annoying the people that it's illinois it's still illinois all right bloomington's so close to chicago you still have to wear a bulletproof vest so there uh one of the biggest mega churches in the state announced during their sunday service that they have hired attorneys to investigate their church culture and participates practices actually Uh, after longtime senior pastor Mike Baker abruptly stepped down following allegations that he covered up his son's sexual misconduct. Back in 2016, Baker's son Caleb was a pastor at Eastview when he resigned from his role and headed off to become a pastor at Central Christian Church. Following his departure, Eastview said they received allegations against him but nothing came of them. Well, apparently, where there was smoke, there was a wee bit of fire, at least enough to make the senior pastor resign. But hey, you know, uh, I'm, I'm just glad that the world's at peace and everything's fine. Uh, by the way, uh, did, did you know that, that France is in full-blown riot? Yeah, I know. It, no, we we don't hear about this kind of stuff on The View. It's, uh, you know, an, an obese black woman is trying to tell everyone else what shouldn't shouldn't be legal. And if it makes her party look bad, and if it makes her look bad, and if it makes her look like a jackass who spoke out of her rear end, well, then then it should be illegal. So, things that are happening in the world that eh, you might want to know about. Riots break out in France and strikers block fuel refineries as millions protest against pension reforms. Uh, by the by, I know, but that's happening in Europe. Guess what? Uh, it was it was just announced that um, you know our betters are planning on doing. Uh, that's right. Uh, the, the brain trusts of Mr. Robinette Biden and Pete Buttigieg have decided that you're not paying enough in taxes. And so uh, they're planning on hiking taxes because why not? I mean, the American people, cheating notwithstanding, voted for Joe Biden and Fetterman as elected officials. Why not raise taxes too? I mean, if they went along with the first, why wouldn't they go along with the latter? Because at some point, you push the wrong button. And we can see that in France... Uh, the wrong button has been pushed. Violent riots and economically damaging activist actions broke out in France on Tuesday as the country saw one of its biggest mass mobilizations of protesters in years in response to President Emmanuel Macron's plan to raise the pension age from 62 to 64. Millions of people took part in protests across 200 towns and cities in France on Tuesday with the organizing OCGT union claiming that up to 3.5 million people flooded out onto the streets while the French interior minister put the number at around 1.2 million. Semantics. Uh, The people of France are not happy? Hmm? How long will it take for the people of the U.S. to join in on the unhappiness of the rest of the world? Ask yourself this. Because Like it or not, the economy is going to get worse. We are looking at a depression with unemployment going through the roof. The people in charge don't know what they're doing. It's been proven. Because there is so much spending on needless things, the working class is going to have to suffer another tax hike. And you're going to have this combination of everything going up in price with you having to write a bigger and bigger check to the federal government. How long before what is happening in France will happen here. And I know, we're too civilized for that. Are we, though? You think we are. You haven't seen how ruthless the human animal can be uh, until you threaten its survival. You haven't seen how ruthless the human animal can be until they've had to watch their children go hungry. Then be able to point the finger at one individual or one party or one something and say they are the cause of it. You've had it good for a very long time. But mankind is still mankind. The same things that triggered the people in the 20s and the 30s and the 50s and and, and the people of France will inevitably trigger a good portion of the American populace. So as always I understand it's easy to get bogged down in what is happening. I I do. I've got two daughters and I'm going to have to be very wise in order to make sure that what's coming will affect them the least amount possible. It's one thing to be judicious, it's one thing to be wise, and it's another to ignore what's happening, hoping it goes away. It's not going away. And so if judgment begins in the house of God, And you happen to come across a Christian or a pastor or somebody that continues to regurgitate unbiblical things, pretending as though God changed his mind in the last three decades. Rebuke them. Don't sit there and go, well, he may have a point. A man can be a woman. No, biologically, no. There are only two genders. God created man, and God created woman. Now, the woman was created from the rib of the man, and the two joined together. And in the joining thereof, they had offspring. That is the way that God created man and woman. That is the way that man and woman can procreate and have little man and woman babies. The end. Anyone insisting that they're a woman when they're a man or they're a man when they're a woman or that men can get pregnant is mentally ill. And you have to treat them as such. Sure, feel empathy for them. But just remember... Mentally ill people are unpredictable. And sometimes they lash out. And sometimes they kill innocent people just because they saw a demon on their shoulder and they needed to get the demon. Understand the times that you're living in and live accordingly. What was it? I just read this. I, I... I wake up early every morning, uh, early meaning 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning usually. And I go downstairs and make myself some coffee because, you know, that, that's what runs through my veins. Uh, and, and, and I start reading the news. And one morning, my wife made the mistake of asking me, hey, what's going on in the world? Two minutes later, she said, never speak to me of what's going on in the world again uh where was in texas Uh, what's happening in texas some some woman stabbed all her kids to death and well no three of them died i guess one or two survived two two survived and three died a mom look the natural instincts of animals is to protect their offspring A mom in Texas stabs all her kids, three dead, to survive. But hey, the thing we should really focus on, the thing that matters, well, two things actually, climate change and transgenderism, those things we need to promote in the church. Because this woman apparently went to church. Apparently this woman had a pastor, Pastor Preston Dixon of the Mount Gilead Baptist Church. Hmm? There you go. This is where we are. The first thing we must do is acknowledge that this is where we are and then proceed to make plans to move forward. And with that, thank you all for joining. Thank you for listening. Thank you for commenting. Uh, I I, I was going to sell you a Forex trading course, but we just ran out of time. So with that, God bless you. Uh, See you next week. Gino, if you've got anything to say, yap away.
1: Well, amazing. This last week I wrote a song called Marriage. (laughs) Biblical Marriage. And I'm happy I did it because this whole, you know, part of this program where Mike's sharing about this transgender thing in U.K., it's sad that we got to actually defend biblical marriage, even in the church. And that's unbelievable. And, and, uh, you know, we're worse than Sodom and Gomorrah in that light because this stuff's happening in the church. Like Mike just said, this gal was going to a church that killed her kids. And, and Andy Stanley, the leader of a church and others. And it's, it, it's, as I've been sharing about Christian music artists going out and singing at LGBTQ events. Sadly, in Nashville, one of the Christian record label owners, he does the pre-Gay Pride Week concert in Nashville. Yet he was in a very famous Bible quartet. So it's like, to whom much is given, much is required. And we, we are just asking for judgment, you know. You never know when you wake up and God just allows something worse than nine one one or whatever to happen again. But we really gotta realize the perilous time we're in and that the church needs to get back to being the church and what God called the church to be and God called us to stand for. So if you go to my Facebook page, Gene Schmidt, you can check out my song Marriage. Uh, It's a simple acoustic ballad that I wrote, but I'm glad Mike spoke about it today. Please go to handyhelp.com also and check out our books and uh, uh, teaching tapes. But the Bible says, God looked for a man to stand in the gap. He looked for a man to stand in the gap. And there's no hour greater than now in the U.S to stand for the faith, to stand in the gap, to not worry about offending people, worry about being cast as coal or far right. But being biblically right and defending the truth is what we're to do as the saints of God. So thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Bodea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.